Coming up on InfoSec Sync, officials warning of Russia's cyber attacks in the wake of incursion on Ukraine. Also ahead, QR codes make life fast and convenient, but they're a new source for hackers to gain access to your information. And celebrities and influencers a target on social media. We've got those stories and more, so get ready to get in sync with InfoSec Sync. You're watching the InfoSec Sync Weekly News with Nick Thomas and news anchor Layla Gulen, sponsored by Axelio. Threat detection and response done right. Axelio. Also sponsored by Sirius Federal. Through high-level partnerships with the world's leading technology companies, Sirius Federal provides transformational technology solutions and services for the U.S. federal government. What's your mission? Welcome to the InfoSec Sync Weekly News for week ending January 28th, 2022. I'm Layla Goulin with your host, Nick Thomas. Great to see you, Nick. Good to see you, Layla. How are you? I'm doing just fine. We're almost to February. Almost to February, and it's been another busy cyber week, so let's get it started. Let's do this. The Department of Homeland Security is warning U.S. critical infrastructure stakeholders and state and local governments to be diligent about potential Russian cyber attacks. The memo reportedly said Russia could conceivably attack the United States if it perceived a threat to its Ukrainian incursion from either the U.S. or NATO. Despite U.S. tensions with Russia over Ukraine, DHS and analysts assess that Moscow's threshold for conducting disruptive or destructive cyber attacks on the U.S. homeland probably remains very high. As Ukraine readies its military to defend against a potential Russian invasion, Ukrainian officials have held urgent cybersecurity meetings and drawn on U.S. support to fortify their networks. Well, we've got more to come. From cars to appliances, the chip shortage is in dire straits. Don't go anywhere. Innovation, technology, it's evolving at a rapid pace. The growth of data in our space is outpacing the growth of humans. And that's one of the challenges with technology. It never ends. The federal government is the most important customer in the world. Being able to help any agency, any mill dep, any part of the intelligence community means that you're having a direct impact on the safety, the future of this government and the individuals that live in this country. You're helping many people do a much larger job than yourself. Well, just a few days worth of supply, that's how dire the chip shortage is these days. The findings come from a recent study to examine the impact of the ongoing chip shortage. It found that on a median basis, semiconductor buyers are reporting less than a five-day supply, down from a 40-day inventory back in 2019. The situation is even worse for key industries where chip supplies are more scarce. Layla? Well, Commerce found that chip demand among buyers was 17 percent higher in 2021 compared to 2019. Most of the major chip factories have also been booked at over 90 percent capacity since 2020. The Commerce Department says it's crucial for the U.S. to bolster its homegrown chip manufacturing industry to improve chip supplies over the long term. Congress is being asked to pass the U.S. Innovation and Competition Act, which includes $52 billion to help subsidize domestic semiconductor manufacturing. 
Well, Apple pushed out an urgent iOS update with fixes for 11 documented security flaws and warned that one of the vulnerabilities may have been actively exploited. Details on the active exploitation or any indicators of compromise has not been shared by Apple, but is described simply as a memory corruption issue that allows a malicious application to execute arbitrary code with kernel privileges. Separately, Apple pushed out a security update for MacOS Catalina to fix multiple security issues and a Safari browser patch covering multiple WebKit security defects. Nick? Well, in more Apple news, a security researcher claims to have received more than $100,000 in a bug bounty from Apple for reporting a series of Safari and Mac OS vulnerabilities. These vulnerabilities could have been exploited to hijack a user's online account and webcam. Triggering the exploit required the victim to click on an open button on a malicious website. If the exploit had been successfully executed, it would give the attacker access not only to the victim's webcam, but also to their account on every website they visited in another tab in Safari. This includes their Gmail account, iCloud, Facebook, and PayPal accounts, among uh, many more. The victim would be tricked through ShareBear into allowing the attacker to plan a file that they could later execute without needing any user interaction. And even if the even if they initially planned uh, planned file was not malicious, the attacker could later change the file's content and extension without the victim's knowledge. Layla. Well, the FBI is warning consumers about the dangers of using QR codes. Businesses of all sizes are using these quick response or QR codes to carry out contactless operations amid the rise and spread of the COVID-19 pandemic in the last couple of years. But the FBIT says criminals, cyber criminals are taking advantage of this technology by directing QR code scans to malicious sites to steal victim data, embedding malware to gain access to the victim's device, and redirecting payment for cyber, cyber criminal use. The FBI has published its own set of guidelines and protection tips for consumers to spot malicious and fake QR codes. Among them, check the URL look out for malicious domain names, and practice caution while entering login, personal, or financial information to a website that has been navigated via a QR code. Of course, this begs the question, Nick, is how do you know really that this is a malicious QR code? How's, should we just stop using them altogether? How best do you spot these? That's a great question, Layla. And I always tell people, don't scan these QR codes because you don't know until you scan them. Just go to, just go to the website or Google the website or what the QR code is trying uh, to tell you to look at. But you have no idea until you scan a, a, a QR code that it is malicious. So watch out for that. And in further news, um, President Biden has signed a memorandum focused on boosting the cybersecurity of national security, Department of Defense, and intelligence community systems. The new National Security Memorandum's goal is to implement the cybersecurity requirements outlined in the executive order signed by the president in May 2021 to help improve the United States cyber defenses. The memorandum establishes guidance and timelines for implementing the National Security System's cybersecurity requirements described in the executive order. Networks contain classified information or they are critical to military and intelligence activities. The executive order was signed in response to the solar winds, colonial pipeline, and other significant attacks believed to have been carried out by foreign threat actors. Layla? 
Well, the Federal Reserve has published its long-awaited discussion paper on a central bank digital currency. The paper is titled Money and Payments, the U.S. Dollar in the Age of Digital Transformation. The U.S. central bank said it would likely opt for an intermediary system in which the private sector would be charged with issuing the digital wallets for the U.S. CBDC. Well, among the Fed's chief concerns are both cybersecurity and privacy. The Fed says the design and implementation of a potential CBDC must consider consumer privacy and ensure strong identification verification controls to stem money laundering and the financing of terrorism. Nick. Do you think this is the first step in actually regulating cryptocurrency? I do, and I think it's a a great move to get started so we can uh, start um, doing this the way we're supposed to be doing it. I I think it's a great first step, Layla. Uh, Security experts are questioning whether the notorious Revel ransomware operation has rebooted as, quote, ransom cartel. The anti-malware researchers behind Malware Hunter Team Note that the new crime group debuted by the middle of December 2021. The fate of Revel's leadership also remains an open question, with core members such as Unknown, aka Unknown, having disappeared from cybercrime forums they used to frequent. Revel first appeared in April 2019 as GanCrab, ransomware spinoff. The FBI says it went to earn more than $200 million in ransom payment profits. Full details of the operations have yet to be made public, Layla. Well, tens of Ukrainian government websites are hacked earlier this month, and many of them defaced with messages suggesting the attack was in response to the country's pro-Western stance. The attackers likely had access to the targeted network for months before causing damage. The attack involved a new and destructive piece of malware that has been named Whispergate. When it infects a device, the malware displays a ransom note informing the victim that their hard drive has been corrupted and instructs them to pay $10,000 in Bitcoin to recover the data. Turns out it was a wiper disguised as ransomware. Whispergate has a malicious bootloader component that corrupts local disks by overriding the master boot record and a component that wipes certain types of files on the compromised device. The malware has been compared by many to NotPetya, which was also a wiper disguised as ransomware. Ukraine has blamed Russia for the attack, but the Kremlin has denied those accusations. Time for a break. When we return, the European Union's plans to build its own DNS infrastructure. We'll be right back. Are you concerned the next news headline on a security breach includes your company name? In a recent IBM Cyber Report, 51% of all interviewed organizations reported a significant business disruption during the past two years due to a cybersecurity incident. While organizations using 50-plus security tools rank themselves lower in their ability to detect and respond to an attack, with the average security operation team using 70 tools. If more tools and data are not the answer, what can you do? Excelio works with you to optimize a threat detection and response solution to fit your environment to prevent tool and data overload. We leverage and optimize your existing infrastructure enhanced with the Excelio platform as necessary, utilizing open source solutions where applicable. And we work closely with you to deploy, configure, document, and educate your team. Excelio, let's create the right security solution for your environment. 
Microsoft researchers tracking Apache Log4j exploits discovered a previously undisclosed vulnerability in SolarWinds ServeU software. While the firm has since confirmed and patched, Microsoft later expanded on the findings, saying they discovered that the vulnerability is an input validation of vulnerability that could allow attackers to build a query given some input and send that query over the network without sanitation. Customers are urged to update to its latest version of ServeU, which is 15.3, to combat the latest discovery. Layla? Attackers are getting creative using smishing and a malicious Google Play QR reader to plant banking trojans on the phones of victims across the globe. Researchers have discovered a raft of active campaigns delivering the FluBot and T-Bot trojans through a variety of delivery methods. FluBot and T-Bot emerged on the scene last year as relatively straightforward banking trojans that steal banking, contact, SMS, and other types of private data from infected devices. The global flyby aspect of the threat actors behind the trojans is evident in the most recent FluBot campaigns. That's according to researchers. The operators are seen targeting different geographic zones for short periods of time, sometimes just for a few days. But the, globe, but the goal of the campaign is the same, to somehow mislead users into installing the software under some kind of pretext. Nick? The European Union has initiated plans to build its own high-performance and secure DNS infrastructure. This would reduce increasing reliance on a few public DNS resolvers operated by non-EU entities. The main aim of the service is to provide a high level of resilience, cybersecurity, and data protection, and privacy to explore everyone located in the EU and in accordance with the EU's laws. The Commission has also proposed making this DNS service available to all EU citizens and organizations for free, as well as on a paid premium service basis for corporate users with additional security and performance facilities. The Commission has also proposed a built-in filter that will block DNS name resolutions for bad domains, such as those hosting malware, phishing sites, or other cybersecurity threats, based on intelligence shared by its own local and international partners. Nick, benefit provider iMedVision Care LLC has agreed to pay $600,000 and implement a long list of data security improvements as part of a settlement with the New York Attorney General's office. The fine follows a 2020 email breach that affected 2.1 million individuals, including nearly 99,000 New Yorkers. Unknown attackers gained access to an iMed email account that was used by some iMed clients to provide sensitive consumer data in connection with vision benefits enrollment and coverage. The attacker entered login credentials via a web browser and mail client. While the intrusion itself lasted about a week, it permitted the attacker access to emails and attachments containing sensitive customer information dating back six years prior to the attack. Nick? Well, when we come back, celebrities and influencers are a social media target. We'll explain after the break. We utilize technology in ways to transform opportunity for the country, for our citizens, and for the world. We're at the forefront of what we're able to do with some of these solutions when you talk about artificial intelligence and analytics and, and what we can do with, with data and how we utilize those solutions to make lives better for everybody. The future's bright and the possibilities are endless. 
While two high-severity vulnerabilities that can be exploited for privilege escalation have been patched in a McAfee Enterprise Product Comp component, the vulnerabilities have been found to impact versions prior to 5.7.5 of McAfee Agent. One of the flaws includes an open SSL component leveraged by McAfee Agent using a variable that specifies a location where unprivileged Windows users can place arbitrary files. An attacker who can plant a specially crafted file can achieve arbitrary code execution with system privileges. The second vulnerability can be exploited by a local user to inject arbitrary shellcode into a file. An attacker can exploit the security hole to obtain a reverse shell that allows them to gain root privileges. Layla? A recent campaign targeting individuals in Hong Kong has leveraged at least two pieces of malware designed to target MacOS systems. Google shared details about an attack last November where MacOS malware was delivered to users in Hong Kong via compromised pro-democracy websites that served as watering holes. The attackers leveraged both iOS and MacOS exploits. The MacOS exploit involved a WebKit remote code execution vulnerability patched by Apple a year ago and a privilege escalation flaw that Apple patched in September. Researchers have been monitoring the campaign and discovered that a compromised website of a pro-democracy radio station in Hong Kong had served a different piece of malware. Nick? The use of DNS over HTTPS for command and control comms is making it more difficult to track botnets. SpamHoss, which specializes in providing intel on spam and related threats, reported seeing a 23% increase in new botnet command and control servers in the last quarter of 2021. The DOH protocol is designed to boost privacy and security by ensuring that DNS information is protected by encryption while it's in transit. DOH has been increasingly adopting uh, by major web browser makers, and even the NSA has advised businesses to use it. However, it has been increasingly leveraged by cyber criminals as well. Research, researchers say the Flubot and Tbot malware families were responsible for an explosion in backdoor malware in the th third quarter of 2021. However, in the fourth quarter, they seem to disappear completely. Layla? Well, new developments have emerged in the case of Israeli police allegedly using spyware of NSO group Pegasus on its own citizens. Reported targets include critics of former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, among others. Researchers say Israeli police allegedly conducted warrantless phone taps on Israeli politicians and activists. They say the surveillance proceeded without court supervision or oversight on data use. NSO group leaders have previously said that Israeli citizens cannot be targeted and that the spyware cannot infiltrate U.S. phone lines. In December, the spyware was reportedly detected on nine phones belonging to U.S. State Department officials working in Uganda and or on Ugandan issues. High-ranking Israeli officials have denied parts of those allegations. Nick? Well, two more polls have been identified as victims of phone hacking with a notoriously powerful spyware from Israeli's NSO group. The newest discovery by Citizen Lab broadens the list of those allegedly targeted by state surveillance under Poland's nationalist government, with a tool marketed for use exclusively against criminals and terrorists. In its new findings, Citizen Lab found that a farmer and author, both members of the agrarian social movement, were hacked several times. The spyware known as Pegasus is ultra-invasive. The hacker gets access to a victim's smartphone data and can surveil them in real time with the phones. 
microphone, and camera. The Pegasus abuse cases worldwide highlight how much technology is used against journalists, dissidents, rights activists, and politicians pose a growing threat to democratic systems. Well, a Belarusian hacktivist group named Belarusian Cyber Partisans says it has successfully attacked the country's railroad systems. The group says its aim is preventing the presence of Russian troops on the territory of Belarus. The group also encrypted some of the railroad servers, databases, and workstations to disrupt its operations. The type or the source of the code for the ransomware deployed has not been confirmed. In exchange for the decryption keys, the hacktivists demanded the release of 50 political prisoners and removal of Russian troops from Belarusian ter territory. Political uh, there is not the first time, rather, that the Belarusian cyber-partisan hacktivists have targeted an organization with a ransomware attack. In December 2021, they attacked the computer networks of one of the largest car companies in Belarus. Nick? Singaporean cryptocurrency exchange Crypto.com confirmed that its platform fell victim to a multi-million dollar cyber attack. Unauthorized withdrawals targeted the Ethereum and Bitcoin of 483 users. Associated losses were near $34 million, which the company says has been reimbursed. The platform says it has revamped and migrated to a completely new two-factor authentication infrastructure. It also says it will move away from two-factor authentication and embrace true multi-factor authentication to provide added strength. The company also confirms it has audited its entire infrastructure to further harden its security posture and has engaged with third-party security firms to perform additional security checks and initiate additional threat intelligence services. Well, finally, researchers are reporting a phishing campaign that hijacks corporate Instagram accounts along with the accounts of influencers who have a large number of followers. The threat actors then extort ransom payments from the victims or if the account holders refuse to pay, the threat actors would then sell the accounts on the dark web. The researchers said the threat actors then add a comment to the profile that says the account is held to be sold back to its owner. The comment includes a link composed of a shortened WhatsApp domain and a contact number. When the victim clicks on the link, it opens a WhatsApp chat conversation prompt with the threat actors who also contact the victim via text at the phone number listed on the account. They then start negotiating a ransom in exchange for access to that account. And Nick, I would think that we've been told over and over again, do not click on anything that looks suspicious. So is this yet another example of that? It, it certainly is. Never click on anything suspicious. That's all you gotta do. No clicks. <laughs> the, the price you pay is way too high. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's gonna do it for us. On behalf of Nick and myself, we wanna thank you so much for watching. You are now in sync with InfoSec Sync. We'll see you again next week. Are your security event notifications impossible to prioritize and act upon? Axelio's Packet Express platform provides total packet visibility that works with your existing analysis applications to enable a comprehensive threat response. Capture any traffic reliably at 100 gigabits per second. Distribute directly from disk to any security application at over 100 gigabits per second to keep up with traffic spikes and growth. Pivot directly from an event into the relevant packets for insightful pre- and post-event analysis. Packet Express, for informed decisions and rapid incident response. Excelio, 
Detect, disrupt, defend. Technology is always moving forward. And one of the things that Sirius Federal does really well is understand how the technology pairs with what the business intent is for that customer. Cisco offers a really robust suite of products and solutions that really help move business intent forward, not just solve a singular problem.